What if you could sit down with someone from another culture? What if hearing the way they experience life, things that brought them joy, or the moments in their life that changed the way they saw humanity actually changed your view of the world? What if their story gave you more confidence in sharing your own or more grace in hearing another's? What if it allowed you to see your fellow human and understand that you are a fellow human? I believe humanity holds love and beauty, and I've found it so deeply in these humans and so many more. Individuals that have changed the way I see the world. And I'm so honored to share one of them with you right now. Welcome to today's episode of Your Fellow Human. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I want to take a second and answer one of the most common questions I get asked. Can I come with you? And the simple answer is yes. I host a few trips a year, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. Whether you are a human looking to experience travel authentically, or a fellow creative looking to deepen your community and experience culture in an intimate and responsible way, this community is for you. If you are interested in joining me or want to see what trips are on the docket, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know exactly what I mean when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, I am so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Michael. Michael and I are here in Lansdale at home for me um, at uh, R5. So R5 is, if you follow me on social media, you might see that um, it's a co-working space that I'm at and uh, it's a... my home office space, it's the place where I get to stay motivated, stay on track, but also be uh, around other people who are also doing some awesome things as well. So Michael is owner here, and um, I've gotten to know him through that. Um, we've gotten to have some uh, some chats of talking him in and out of things, <laughs> um, just getting to know who he is as a person. And I'm just really excited for uh, the chance to just share a little bit more of him with you guys here. It's been awesome getting to work around you, work with you, and, and know you. So I'm excited for you taking the time to do this. So thank you. Yeah, it was a long, long commute over to this little spot. <laughs> yeah, we have a little. So if you're watching this, we have a little makeshift uh, studio <laughs> here. We're in one of the offices. This one is available if you're around. <laughs> There's a shameless plug. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so we've got a nice, nice, cool space here. And we had to walk a whole seven feet away from yeah. our, our space on the other end. <laughs> but um, uh, so I have a list of questions I work through with every guest. They're all just designed at getting to know you, your experience in life, your view of the world. Uh, there's no wrong answers because it's you. So you just take your time and answer as you feel led, and uh, we'll dive right in. Sounds good. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, first one is, who do you define yourself as? Oh. <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah. So most recently, it's gone through various different iterations. Um, most recently, uh, though, it's dad designer. It's the mashup between a dad and a designer. Um, so graphic designer by by profession uh, to young girls. Um, but yeah, it's, it's identity is weird for me because I think it's so much of it is wrapped up in like what I do versus like who I am. And that's just been a personal journey and struggle <laughs> that I've been going through. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten to witness a little bit more of your journey, less of the struggle, more of the journney. Yeah. We'll just call it a nice journey. It's a journey. But, but yeah, I think that's, a, I think, true for so many of us. We're like, this is what I do, but then this is who I am, or this is like the people that are dear to me. And so it's like, there's always that balance. And I think that's the, the beauty and the fluidity of it. We're not like put in one little box or the other. So yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Next one's easier. Okay. All right. What is your favorite food? <laughs> oh, uh, tacos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely easier. Um, and they could be like, I'm not a taco purist. Like you, I, the other week I had Reuben tacos. Okay. Um, so like corned beef and sauerkraut and stuff on taco. On a taco. Um, <laughs> they weren't great, but, uh, Tacos. Tacos. All right. Fair. Or, or pizza. See, there's, right. it's a toss-up. Okay. That's fair. But like good pizza. Are you a purist on the pizza or can we throw anything on the pizza? Oh, we can put anything on the oh, pizza. Dang it. Okay. And I can also get down <laughs> with Domino's. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but right. purist pizza is also I will good. be passing judgment on that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, are you reading anything right now? I am. Uh, I love to read. I got a bunch of books for Christmas, and so I picked up uh, on January 1st a new fiction book called The Prophet Song. Okay. Um, it has something to do with the government in Ireland taking over and a woman um, trying to protect her family through it all. Uh, it's fascinating how the author has written this book okay. because traditionally in like a fiction book, you have like quotation marks and so-and-so right. said, and they're like paragraph break, breaks. This person does, there's no quotation marks. You really have to pay attention for when the speaker switches, okay. but it works and okay. it's really interesting. All right. That's fascinating. Yeah. I'm a terrible reader. <laughs> I had a little goal last year was to read six books and I almost finished the fifth. Well, um, it's more than it's one. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So, but yeah, that sounds awesome. So I'll, I'll add it to a list that I may get through before I die someday. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, what would you say is your greatest fear? Um, so this is, it's a bit meta, but it's the idea of forever or eternity. Hmm. So when I was growing up, I had this dream that would happen a lot of times when I was sick, but also like. It would occur other times that I was on this giant spiral ramp staircase thing. And I had made it like a significant portion of the way up. But for some reason, I had to start over again. Hmm. And that feeling of starting over after you've made so much proge- progress mm-hmm. um, and not knowing where the end is, mm-hmm. um, it really scares me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, maybe we'll get into it later but then your big leaps lately that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, yeah. no I it's, that's fair I appreciate you sharing that I think it is it's like we can get to somewhere where we're like all right I'm, I'm finally here I'm finally here I'm like I love completion yeah so like I love completion so I can definitely relate and understand to it in that end where it's like what if I just never finish yeah. and I just keep going back to the beginning it's like an eternal groundhog day movie yes yeah. yeah, I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I've ever watched the whole thing. Don't. <laughs> you didn't finish. You didn't finish it. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a thing. Yeah. Um, on the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? I feel like in the last three, four years, I've come to value the presence of people. Hmm. You know, I s- started this co-working space. It's one of it. Started working remotely. Was working out of the coffee shop every, at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Ran into a bunch of other people that were doing the same. Met a guy. We started this co-working space. And, um, you know, the pandemic hits. <laughs> you own a space that requires physical presence to get any value. You know, go through the whole season, finally picking up again. But even on the days where, like, I come in here and there's no one or there's, like, three people, I'm almost like, this, this is pointless because like no one's around or like everyone's heads down and um, went through like in 20, end of 2022, most of 2020, no, mo- most of 2022, beginning of 2023. I don't went think through, we, like, any, any of us know what years those are. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all like, what happened? Where was it? <laughs> well, there was like these moments where um, I found myself like turning towards vices and in talking with my wife about it, she's like, it doesn't feel like you're addicted to these things or anything like that. It's more you're lonely. And mm. when you're lonely, it's where you find community. Mm. And so um, the days where I come in here and like there's no one here, I'm just kind of like, oh, no, what am I going to do? <laughs> because it's like I want to run into people. I want to have those conversations. Um, and if like no one's going to be here, I'd rather just sit by myself in my office at home. So. Um, yeah, community is the thing. I think that was the question, right? What yeah. do I value? Yeah, what you value. No, <laughs> yeah. That it, yeah, for sure. I, I can relate to that. I think it's why we're here, why we all are like, oh my gosh, thank you for like giving me a space to work that's not a coffee shop where everyone wants to keep me from getting yeah. anything done, but where I can still feel like I'm not just like in a dark hole by myself all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, no. And I, yeah, I can appreciate the like, when we turned other things to like, comfort us in that thing that we're missing and we're like well what is it and it's like that's awesome like your wife is so cool I've met her Um, but like to have somebody that's like it's not this I think actually what it is is masking this other thing and like finding out and I think that is so often when we turn to other things that harm us it's just trying to mask something that we need that we're missing and not knowing how to do it so 
you've seemed to have created a very beautiful outlet for that now here yeah. with people showing up. We like that. <laughs> the, I love the days when someone comes in and they're like, the parking lot is packed. I'm like, yeah. yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. I did. I walked in today and I was like, where am I putting my car? <laughs> I was like, you have to park in overflow. Yes, that's a good problem to have. That's what I get for getting up late. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you felt joy? Uh, last week. Hmm. We, were, we were up in the Catskills and I love it up there. Um, and it like, it, it didn't, we were hoping for snow and it was just like dreary and awful. And people are like, Oh, so sorry. And I was like, you know what? It's still the cat skills. It's still cool. And the, the moment I experienced joy was we were, we were in a city called Kingston and we were walking down by the, it's a Creek, but it looks like a river. We we're walking down by the waterfront and there's like a maritime museum and, um, the girls were with us and we're walking along and all of a sudden we stumble, we like come out of this area and we see ahead of us like this big brick building in front of it is like a miniature ice skating rink and our girls love ice skating. And we had told them before we went, you can, we can either find a place to go ice skating or we can go tubing, like snow tubing at uh, a mountain. And they they both were like, let's do tubing, let's do tubing. So that's what we went with. But then when we stumbled on this ice skating rink, I was like, this is an opportunity for them to maybe be able to do both. So we walk up and it's a part of a restaurant. Oh, cool. And the restaurant has like put this up and they, they host it. So we go to the girl and we're like, how much does it cost uh, to, to do skating? She says $20. And we're like, okay, does that include rentals? Is it $20 <laughs> each? Like, what is it? She's like, it's $20. And we're like, so all four of us can skate with skate rentals for as long as we want for $20. She's like, yes. I was like, done. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, watching the girls out there just like have this surprise, Mm -hmm. um, skate for like an hour and a half, like relentlessly doing a really good job. And then being able to then like go inside and warm up in the restaurant and have like a good meal. Like that, that night was just so much fun for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The things are like, get to like pass joy onto your kids in this way and witness it. Like that's, yeah, you can't really like, can't really beat some of those moments sometimes. So that's super cool. That's awesome. Um, when was the last time you were afraid and why? Oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> so I made a massive decision back in <laughs> the fall to leave the current role I'm in or was in and go out on my own. Um, yeah. And so now it's daily. <laughs> uh, every day I don't have like a new client or uh, am, am wondering like, is this going to work? Am I going to be able to make it? Um yeah, there's these like micro moments of fear that creep in. Um, and again, coming back to the community thing, having mm-hmm. someone like you here and some mm-hmm. of the other folks that have been here that are saying like, you need to do this. You're going to be okay. Like today, you know, just focus on like the small thing you can do um, has been really helpful. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, there's many more fear moments ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hate to break it to you, but they don't ever really go away completely, <laughs> but they are worth it. <laughs> yeah, you learn how to manage You them. learn how to manage them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a little problem. You just learn how to manage that has way greater benefits. So yeah. it's good. No, yeah, that's awesome. And I think that is something so many of like people that I've talked to, they're like, uh, you know, everybody looks at somebody who's working for themselves in some capacity and they say, oh, that's awesome. Like you have the freedom to do this. Like, I wish I could do that. And there's always that I wish statement. And for some people, like it's not, it's not what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But for the ones that it is what they're supposed to do, it's like, it's awesome to see you like step into that because it's like, man, like you're going to just like love it so much more once you get over that hump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in that mindset of like, what does my schedule look like? Cause I was so beholden to a calendar yeah. or Slack before. Yeah. And when you were like, Hey, um, do you want to do a podcast next week? Like when are you available? And I was like, uh, all the time I think <laughs> like I don't know I think I can do whatever I want what does that look like yeah and so my brain is still kind of like figuring that out yeah that's fair very cool um would you say there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something there's probably two one was was meeting my wife because if I mean you've met her but she and I are uh very good together but at the same time very different um she is extroverted, loves, you know, fun and joy and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a bit, little bit more mellow. If, like if you were to look at her Spotify playlists, I'm, I'm like the mellow kind. And then she's like the, the fun, whatever. But um, meeting her, I think it definitely has 
brought more color to my life. Uh, so that was like one major one. I think another one professionally um, was like a pretty significant failure in um, early on when I had graduated college, I was shooting weddings, photographing weddings mm-hmm. and along with my wife. And there was uh, one wedding we sh- like we had started to pick up momentum. We had a bunch of weddings that year. And we didn't have good processes in place. And we ended up losing a bunch of photos from one of the weddings. And that failure, mm-hmm. um, one, altered the trajectory of our photography career because we pretty much called it quits after that. Yeah. Um, for various reasons, but, like, that was a big part of it. But, like, it taught me a lot about, like, I thought I was going to be, I was following all these, like, photographers that were, like, huge names when I was in college. And I was like, I'm going to be one of those. And... Uh, it became this moment of like, that's not the thing. And also mm-hmm. that's not the thing to attain to. Mm-hmm. I think I learned a lot about myself and like mm-hmm. what what it takes to be that public uh, too. And so, yeah, there was a lot of lessons wrapped up in that more yeah. than just like losing <laughs> photos. Yeah, for sure. But I think anybody listening can hear that to say like, okay, like it's okay sometimes to realize like this is what I decided in myself that I should be someday. And then it's like, Sometimes it's not. Yeah. Sometimes it's something else. And sometimes we don't really get to learn that in like a nice, neat package of a bow sort of way. Sometimes we get to learn it because we screwed up. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And like, that's okay. And it doesn't like change our core of who we are. It doesn't have to. It feels like it sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool to see on the other side of that. And now you can be like, oh, yeah, I definitely. That's not where I wanted to go. Like, this is where I wanted to go. And so, yeah, it always changes. So that's fair. Um. All right, you've known me a bit then, um, but what is something you think you and I have in common? Sometimes people meet me for like five minutes and sometimes it's like, actually, you have known me for a bit. Yeah, um, I think it's this this desire for like fullness hmm. um, of like, you know, watching you travel <laughs> and experience all these things and like... Um, but you don't want to do it in just like a, a rinky-dink way. It's like I want to figure out like what is this culture and mm-hmm. what does it mean t- and how do I engage in that, um, you know, not not the cruise style, which is like you like quality, you like uh, authenticity. And mm-hmm. I think uh, similarly, like uh, those things are important mm-hmm. of like, you know, we, we require – a tour before you join this space partly because it's like hey are you going to be someone that wants to be a part of the community or are you going to be someone that wants to just like sit in a chair for six hours get up and go home and not talk to anyone mm-hmm. um and we i prefer the the former because it's like you get to know people mm-hmm. you get to, to like find out who they are mm-hmm. um and yeah so I think it's that authenticity and, like, fullness of life. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And that's cool. It's funny, like, as you say that with the tour thing, it's funny because it's, like, it's both of our ways. Like, I have a similar process with bringing oh, yeah. people on things. And it's, like, we're really not caring too. We care if you like it. But it's more like us deciding if you're somebody we want to be around. Yeah. And I think that's, like, one of those things, like, when you do work for yourself and you're creating your space, like, it impacts you. And you're, like, who do I want to let into that? Yeah. So it is, and you're protecting the others. Absolutely. So, like, I remember a conversation we had around like one of the um, one of the trips that you that you took with with some people, and you always vet folks before they go because it and that there might be a lot of people that would be like fine to go, but they may not be fine to go with this group. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so it's not just protecting like, do I want to spend time with them? It's also like, will they add to or yeah. detract from yep. what else is going on here. Yeah, big time. And it takes a special person to be able to like assess that in a while you're doing something else, yeah. while you're giving a tour, while you're talking about yeah. something else. Yeah. And you definitely have that quality, so it's cool. I definitely appreciate that in you a lot. Um, what is something you're looking forward to? Getting the garage downstairs done. Ooh, okay. Has been consuming my mind because <laughs> I'm just so excited about it. Um, the additional things that will open up for mm-hmm. the the not just the members, but also like the rest of the community, mm-hmm. the Lansdale community. Um, I, I was having a conversation this morning with someone that is already interested in in the photo studio kind of space that we're we're trying to build on there too. So, um, yeah, super excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you're having like a conference room space down there and then a photo space like recording studio type thing down there as well. Yeah, so we're calling it multi-use, but conference room, 
um, rental. Uh, you could host a party, like a small yeah. party down there. Photo studio. Uh, three. We're gonna have like three rolls of seamless, um, and uh, there'll be couches and like it'll be just like a general hangout spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see what people want to host down there. Um, I want to host a reading party (laughs) where everyone sits around and reads reads books. (laughs) (laughs) I could maybe do it in that context, but I probably would just disrupt it and try to talk to everybody. (laughs) You're like, hey, what are you reading? Hey, let's go outside and talk. Go go somewhere else. You're going to do this. You're going to go outside for smoke breaks, but not smoke. You're just going right. to talk, talk <laughs> breaks. Talk breaks. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Looking forward to seeing how it all comes together. I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. But um, on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Co- like these territorial conflicts hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> annoy me to no end. Um you know, you got the whole Russian and Ukraine thing. You have the Palestinian and uh, Israeli conflict. You've got, um, you know, Asian superpowers trying to take over islands and like all sorts of things. And I'm just like, um, I was re- I was reading something recently, even with, uh, it was historical around the United States and Britain. And it's like, even that, like, even though it's in the past and we're now like, oh, we're Americans. I'm like, it was super territorial. Like, who's going to get there first and claim a stake? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's all just land. Um, and we're all people. We're all humans. Uh, so it just annoys me. And I wish it was over. And I wish it was easy to solve. And I recognize that it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Yeah. I'd go for a snap your fingers and get rid of that one. Yeah. Just like, hey, you just live where you live and stop trying to yeah freak out about how much dirt you have yeah. with your name on it <laughs> yeah and go like get to know the other people and mm. see how much you have in common mm-hmm. um, yeah. and celebrate what you don't yeah for sure all right listen world <laughs> yeah right i wish it was that easy <laughs> fixing you now <laughs> just <sighs> do that <laughs> yeah for sure um what would you say makes you feel known and valued i think it's when someone notices something and brings it up to me, like notices something that I'm uniquely talented at or something that I did and brings it up without encouragement Hmm. uh, to me. Hmm. Um, I don't really love like, uh, if someone says like, (laughs) this this is a big (laughs) conversation between my wife and I, she's like, you know, from time to time she'll be like, I just just need you to tell me like, affirm me more or like tell me you love me more. And a lot of people would like do it immediately. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I were to do it immediately, all I'm doing is... Um, doing exactly what I was just told to do. It doesn't exactly. feel sincere. It yeah. doesn't feel sincere. Exactly. It yeah. seems dis- disingenuous. And so uh, I think on the flip side, for me, it's like, I don't want to tell you this is how I will feel special. I mm-hmm. want you to like figure it out, notice it, and like want to do it on your own, um, which often leads to like, it not happening and then me being like nobody likes me and then uh so it's a double-edged sword yeah fair. i can appreciate that yeah it is it's like we want somebody to we want to know that the impact we're making um or who we are is standing out to somebody enough that they value it enough to communicate that yeah um without being told and then it's always that balance between it's like okay but people aren't supposed to be mind readers but then also like I shouldn't have to tell them, but then it's like, well, maybe I'm not making it a big enough impact. Maybe I'm not doing it right. And then it's like, well, crap, what if somebody just appreciates me in a way that I don't appreciate? And it's like, eh, we're in this vicious circle, but it is awesome when it happens. Yeah. And somebody's like, hey, like, I really noticed this thing. You didn't have to be told. You're like, yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah all right. Cool. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. And like one like really stupid example of that <laughs> is you know, on, on these social media platforms, Instagram, I spend way too much time on, but like (laughs) there will be people that I run into in person and they'll say, Oh, I really loved that photo or whatever it is, but they won't actually like it on the app. (laughs) And so it means a lot, but at the same time, I'm also like, why don't you just like it? This two clicks. Cause that would also make me feel good. (laughs) And so it's, it's an interesting like whole thing of like, how we communicate and so one of the things that that story has made me realize is that regardless of whether or not someone is liking something that they're seeing it it might still bring them joy they Mm. just might not Mm -hmm. you know even react to it or ever tell you yeah um so yeah 
Yeah, I think that's the beauty of art, which in many ways you are an artist, a graphic designer, um, the, the design that you do, your photography that you've done, even the space, the way you've curated that, that's all art. Yeah. And and I think for any of us that would consider ourselves an artist in any capacity, we're like, the goal is that it impacts somebody. But like, we also kind of want to know <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're listening and you know an artist in your life, tell them. Right. <laughs> we like to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. It's nice to know that it's doing something, that it's fulfilling the purpose we've created it for. But also, yeah, it doesn't hurt for us to know that. Yeah. It's encouraging. <laughs> Helps us keep going. Helps us keep going. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are here in Lansdale. Um, but uh, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? This area has been home for, gosh, 20 some plus years. Um, what makes it home is that all of the people that are closest to me are like very close. <laughs> um, that's not to say that moving away to a different state or whatever it is, is like bad. Um, but for me, I, re- I really love, especially in this season with young kids, grandparents, um, I just really love having, my mother-in-law lives on the same property. My mom and dad actually live like a quarter mile down the road. It's just really nice to have all of those people close by. Um, yeah, so. This, I call Lansdale home, but I don't actually live in Lansdale. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Having those people nearby, it's, that's awesome to have, especially like you said, like at your girl's ages and stage in life. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I think it would be being distracted. Hmm. Um, I spend a lot of time in my own head hmm. and... A lot of people might look at that and say, like, oh, wow, you're a really good thinker or like, and a doer. And a lot of the doing is result of a lot of the thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes at the expense of like being distant mm-hmm. when I get home from work because my brain is still on. And I like, I go through like waves of um, uh, clarity. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the mornings, I have clarity from like noon to three, four o'clock it's really rough like in my in my head of like getting stuff done or like thinking clearly but then it like turns back on when i get home <laughs> like 5:36 and i'm like this is when i'm supposed to be spending time with my family and like now i have all these thoughts in my head and i don't want to lose them and so then i get super distracted um, and then when like once the kids are in bed it shuts off again <laughs> and i'm like well i wish they were up cuz i would like to do <laughs> stuff and so i think that's one thing that i struggle with is like hmm. just giving you know it, on the on the day-to-day, giving presence to people mm-hmm. and getting outside my head. Hmm. Yeah, I can understand that for sure. It's funny. I feel like there's some people, they're like, sometimes there's nothing going on in their head. And I'm like, how? Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. There's never nothing. But yeah, and it is. It's like those waves of pockets of like, here is where I am. But here there's something. And we don't get to decide sometimes when yeah. something's on our mind. Um but yeah, I think that is something that the more it's like, the more you grow into this new stage in life and this new uh, phase where you're at, it's like you get to then curate like, oh, here's where I have clarity. I'm going to go do these things. Here's where I don't. I'm going to go hang out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I can appreciate that a lot for sure. Um, what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? Head scratcher. Because it's not like there's one. <laughs> it's like, wh- what am I willing to? I don't think there should be one. I think if world. it was one, we'd all be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, and this could all be different tomorrow. <laughs> um, in some spheres, <laughs> I've gotten better at not waiting for someone to acknowledge that, like, I'm in a position hmm. um, and rather just stepped into it and saw what happened. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of times in the past, I would have a hesitation around giving someone advice or coaching someone if they were older than me, or I would have a hard time stepping into a role if the management didn't say Michael is in this role. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of spheres, I've just started to say like, I'm in this I'm in this place right now because um, of my background or what I've experienced or what I've gone through. And because of that, I'm just going to pull on my past Mm. 
because it might be slightly ahead of some, where someone else is at. It's not because I'm older or smarter or any of those things. It's just simply like I've had an experience in this and I'm going to share my experience, mm-hmm. which hopefully helps someone else. And mm-hmm. so I think I've gotten more confident in that area. Um, but I know I'm going to walk out of this office and then like it's going to smack me in the face with some other scenario. <laughs> yeah, but for right now, that's where we're at. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate that a lot because I think it is. It's like it's cool to grow in that confidence where it's like, I think oftentimes like what you're describing really comes from a place of somebody not wanting to offend someone mm-hmm. else or not wanting to hurt someone else or not wanting them to feel like we need the attention or I need recognition. It's like, okay, well, like, yeah, I could help, but what if it's absorbed the wrong way? Mm-hmm. And then realizing as like whether we get older or we have more experience or more confidence that we're like, hopefully someone sees my heart in it. Yeah. Hopefully they see I just want to help or I want to share what I what I have to offer and I think that is what comes through is the the sincerity and the authenticity of it and it's like hey this is what I have to offer and this is what I'm doing and so here's where it at or it is and if you don't receive it that way like not like too bad but it's like yeah. hopefully they see the heart and I think people do so I think that's cool and keep stepping into that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um I guess in that vein then what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? One of the things that has been a hesitation with jumping out on my own is that no longer being at a um, at a company where I have a team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am I love helping teams grow, see their potential, and um, providing visual feedback for them to like enhance their design work. So, where I was at previously, had a team, loved that team, and it was so much fun, and I felt so alive when I got to work alongside them and coach them to get better. And when they would say, that actually wasn't helpful. Like, it was it was mm-hmm. never, like, there was never, I always wanted it to be where there was never a hierarchy. It was just simply, like, I feel confident and skilled in this area and I want to help you but like if at any point it's not helping just like say the word or if I offended you or said something wrong or Mm -hmm. like just because I was the leader or manager whatever it was doesn't mean that I did everything right and Mm -hmm. there were times where people even like approached me and said like hey when you said that thing it came across this way just wanted you to know and I'm like thank you Mm -hmm. um but um I think all of those reasons were like I don't know, just gave me the, the, the confidence to continue to lean into that. And so mm-hmm. it's one thing I'm going to miss being out on my own is like not having that on the daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's a there's a space for it again in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And that's cool. Like, I think it says for anybody listening, they're getting to hear like a small part of like the person I've gotten to know where it's like, hey, like I actually genuinely care about the influence I can have on somebody else and I genuinely care how you're succeeding Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to be offended if you tell me I'm wrong. I'm going to apologize for it. I have humility in that like because my goal is to connect with you. My goal is to create that community and I think that's like such a cool way that you just explain that where it's like it's something I've come to know in you for sure and so I think that's really cool but yeah hopefully in the future there's more of more team leading for you (laughs) because yeah yeah, that's awesome very cool um all right this is a fun one if I were to give you ten thousand dollars you have to spend it in two weeks and you can't give it away what are you gonna do with it the rational side of me would be like pay off any debts I have but uh $10,000 $10,000 isn't that much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the goal. It's like enough to yeah. like. <laughs> so it would probably be travel. Um, I've wanted to go to Iceland and Ireland and um, Scotland for like a bit. Um, or New Zealand. That'll be a flight. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> Worth it. <but> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it would probably be travel to one of those places stay in more than one Mm. place because i i just love like when you find a good hospitality center whether it's an airbnb or a um, bed and breakfast or a hotel uh probably not a hostel um (laughs) and it's just like well thoughtfully curated and like done really like i remember those places Mm -hmm. so it's a much it's as much about like where i stay as Mm -hmm. it is about like Mm -hmm. the traveling Mm -hmm. around um so it would be like finding really nice ones eating really good food and seeing the sights the whole the whole package the whole experience yeah all right fair keep that in mind then (laughs) i don't have ten thousand dollars for you yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it for the heart that you'd intend it, um, or hear it the way that you'd want them to? Not going to say who, <laughs> but uh, some of that humility that we were talking about, mm-hmm. there are there are scenarios where I just wish that mm-hmm. I could say to them, like, hey, your personality makes you great at things, but um, at times when people express their thoughts or feelings, they don't feel heard mm-hmm. or seen um which hurts the relationship but they're too they don't want to push it because it'll hurt the relationship the other way because there's a lack of self self-awareness in that area and mm-hmm. so yeah fair i think that's a lot of value for anybody listening to here and hopefully whoever that's ho- hopefully whoever that is hears that someday <laughs> for themselves in a way that's helpful yeah, yeah. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything you feel would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? I think it would be hard to hear, like, you're just doing this because you think you want me to want you to do this. Hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, you're, you're doing it because you think someone else wants you to, not because you want to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it goes. it all goes back to that authenticity thing of, like, I want... I want the people that I love and I'm close to, I want to know them well enough that I'm joyfully treating them in the way that like I know that they would want to be treated, Mm -hmm. not because they expect me to, but Mm -hmm. because like that would be authentic to them and like that's how I want to Mm -hmm. want them to feel loved. And so it's like it's like this fine line, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course they want that, but like I would hate for them to be like, you only did that because, um, yeah. Because you could get something out of right, it or because right. you felt obligated yeah. or because of X, Y, and Z, whatever If someone is, felt yeah. that I manipulated them, yeah, 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 that would make me feel for sure. awful. Yeah, I can agree. Yeah, I don't think any of us would. I mean, I'm, there's somebody out there somewhere that's okay with it, but most of us would say no. <laughs> yeah, they're either okay with it or just like completely not self-aware. With yeah, <laughs> well, hopefully that one, not the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. But nah, I can appreciate that a lot. Um, what would you say makes you feel at peace? I think it's when my focus is entirely on the present moment I'm in, Hmm. which doesn't happen often. (laughs) There have been a handful of times in my life where I like took a breath and this thought came to mind of like, this is, this would be enough. Hmm. And it's like a moment and then like five seconds later it's gone. Hmm. But it's, it usually revolves around people I love, Hmm. um, no like worries currently mm-hmm. weighing me down and a lot of times it's around good food mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great distraction for yeah. other things yeah would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now i feel like it's uncertain but optimistic i think uncertainty a lot of times comes with mm-hmm. like this negative connotation but like i was just reflecting with uh, my wife over january 2nd we didn't have uh i wasn't working because the kids had off and she had off but my kids were at my, my mom's house. And so we went out um, on a day date, which are great. Um, but we were reflecting on like what the year had. Mm-hmm. And we we're both kind of like, this is a really unsure time. Mm-hmm. But we both feel very like optimistic that it's, that it's going to be, that we've made the right decisions that weren't easy mm-hmm. that are going to lead to like this really mm-hmm. fruitful year. But it, it doesn't make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really awesome to be able to celebrate that with your partner, like with somebody else to be like, hey, like we did this and it's scary, but we know like we're, we're excited for where it's going to go or where it can go. We're optimistic about it and hopeful for it. And like that's a scary and exciting place to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's cool. All right. This is my loaded question because there's right. always got to be one. Um but is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a man, whether it's a compliment, a criticism, encouragement, uh, something you wish they knew about themselves, something you wish women knew about men, but however you would take that, whatever you have to share. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's like, there's something around, and I recognize that this is not all women. <laughs> and I recognize that this is a very cultural thing now. But 
I would say it's like, don't, there's been this huge trend for equality. And I'm not saying like, I don't think men and women are equal, but it, I it feel like it's a reach for men to, or women to become more like men. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like this uniqueness that each gender brings. And it's like, yes, we should continue to push for equality, but don't just try to do it the way that mm-hmm. men did it because mm-hmm. I, th- that would be a waste. Mm-hmm. I think there's a unique ability for women to do things that historically men have done, mm-hmm. but do it in like the way that they're, Mm-hmm. built and gifted and, and all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's like, yes, continue to push for it, but like mm-hmm. don't just do the same, mm-hmm. do it better or in a mm-hmm. unique in mm-hmm. a unique way. Yeah, equality is not becoming someone else. It's doing, it's being you and welcome and valued in the same space. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I don't think that we know how to do that, but no. not, not we specifically, <laughs> women, men, whatever. I think we all just are like, what does that mean? But yeah. I think that's a, it hits a really cool nail on the head, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I don't know how you feel about public speaking. I personally don't love it, but it okay. happens. Um, but uh, if you were to have a large audience before you, we could pretend the speaking part is out of the equation. Um, and you were to share a bit of advice, a life lesson, uh, just something you think humanity should know. What would you share? It would be that I can't remember who exactly said this, but I heard it from Seth Godin. And I think it was like a Buddhist woman potentially but anyway you can't be curious and angry at the same time Hmm. and I would I would hope that whatever that event was that the message that got communicated would be be more curious Hmm. because I think it would going back to some of the things we talked about earlier like about land and dirt um, I think it would help a lot of people see other people for who they are Mm -hmm. and see the similarities and celebrate the differences. This Mm -hmm. is the thematic thing Mm -hmm. that if you've listened to the podcast up till now, (laughs) it has all culminated. But uh, yeah, I think it's be more curious. like that. Yeah, it's a good culmination. Yeah. Yeah. They say like, yeah, that that curiosity killed the cat, but I think it actually saves a lot of us. So yeah, Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Don't be curious like a cat. Don't be curious like a cat. Yeah, like a human. Sidebar, we're on the same page there. (laughs) Um, All right, so I know you are born in the States here. We are in the States here. Um, And I know sometimes this podcast is all over the world, so for those listening. um, But uh, what is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define that? Yeah, don't don't judge us based off of New York and Philadelphia Eagles fans. Um, (laughs) uh, there are a lot of genuine people that, um, that are interested in diversity and Mm. and things like that. Yeah. I think that's, that's the major, the major, uh, major bit. We're not all mean and we're not arrogant, crushy and rude and arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Positively. What would I want them to know about our culture? (laughs) Um, our country is like quite unique and beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think maybe that's just a me thing that like I don't often think that way because it's like, oh, I want to travel internationally. But like there's a lot of cool places uh, in the U.S. Um, that are worth worth visiting here. And maybe like other people already know that and <laughs> I'm just late to the game. But um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, there's some really beautiful places in, in our country here. And yeah. we have like... Just some geography and whatever the word that I'm looking for that is uh, landscapes. We have different yeah. landscapes that are like, just like you feel like you're in a different planet sometimes. So yeah. we're very fortunate for that, for sure. But, and yeah. like we have a unique, and the un, because our history is also new mm-hmm. or much newer than a lot of other countries, we have like different architecture types and mm-hmm. different, uh, you know, our infrastructure and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff has gone through waves and it's mm-hmm. like unique so if you ever see a lot of the photography that i do for fun it's like not the pretty landscapes and all that it's like the rundown gas station and the ice machine at the outside of the mini mart and stuff like that and i think those those things are beautiful to me and yeah. like if i go to any other country i'm always looking for those details too um and so i think there's beauty in the rundownness mm-hmm. of certain areas of the united states too mm-hmm. um 
that is worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a story in those things that like, yeah, yeah, you sometimes don't take notice of or people don't see. So yeah, that's cool. So maybe that answers that a little bit, but then what is something you love most about your culture? That is fascinating. It's like, it's like asking a fish, what do you like most about water? (laughs) (laughs) I've been in it my whole life. Um, I do think that it's where there is the mashup. So like the United States does not have like a people, Mm -hmm. right? It's been a melting pot, you know, bread basket, like all those (laughs) terms you learn in elementary school. But um, what that does is creates this like unique culture. And it's like the Americanization of other cultures too is interesting, Mm -hmm. right? You're not going to find like authentic Asian food or authentic Italian food in a lot of places outside of like major cities Mm -hmm. but then like when you do find the mass out and then like people are like oh i'm gonna take the italian and mash it up with the asian and then it's like we came up with like this whole new thing uh only because like that collision happened Mm -hmm. um and so i think i think that's what's interesting in in our culture is like some of those mashups that got to happen because we were this um Bread basket. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with a new term. But <laughs> just go with the food. Use it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think it is. It's it's not always a thing that people think about uh, as a positive when it comes to our culture. So I think that's, yeah, I love that that comes together in your head. And yeah, gets to be shared. Um, is there anything that you're not so proud of within your culture? Oh, uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, arrogance. Uh, like all of the things that I talked about before don't think about us as uh, I mean obviously there's tropes for a reason because those are things that um, yeah like all of those like arrogant things and so like there's this like obviously these stereotypes or tropes happen for a reason because they generally mm-hmm. tend to follow themes that are true and so um, it's like that cavalier we're the best like get off our land idea um, that then gets exhibited in a lot of different ways and then gets politicized and then turns into like, like these are human problems. These aren't mm-hmm. political problems, mm-hmm. but often they get turned into to political problems. So that's the one aspect of like, just we ha- wish we were had a little more chill. Yeah. Like we America could, could, we could use do some more chill. chill. We could use some chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like not everyone's out to get you. No. But we really like, there's a lot of, a lot of people here, a lot of us that like to think that they're, they are. Yes. Everyone's out for you. Yeah. It's like nobody wants your, nobody wants what you have. Just yeah. chill. All right. More chill. <laughs> more chill. Again, going back to my musical style. Yeah. More chill. More chill. Okay. <laughs> We're going to learn a lot from your Spotify playlist. <laughs> um, do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? I feel like each decade I get more clarity and it also changes <laughs> um so no but i think there are general overarching themes for like all humans so in that way yes yeah fair <laughs> i'll take that yeah often people are like i have no idea are they like sure no yeah, <laughs> yeah. if it you would have asked me yeah. in my 20s it would have been a different answer yeah than if you asked me in 10 years like, i always feel like i want to like answer this question for myself every year and then just go back and look at them over 10 years and watch how different they all are yeah i feel like it has to change yeah but, um i don't know if you do but do you have a favorite tattoo and if so why I don't have any tattoos. No favorites. <laughs> so my favorite tattoo is probably the goldfinch on my wife's arm. She has a bunch. There you go. Okay. Um, I have a folder on my computer with tattoo designs. Okay. Um, that I will probably never get. Okay. Fair enough. Put it on the list of books I'll never I'll put it with my <laughs> list of books that I'll never exactly. read. <laughs> exactly. Um, what is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of? Yeah, I don't know why it always comes back to like work-related things. I'm really proud of this space, Hmm. R5. Um, I was reflecting on it at the end of last year about like, look, it's not making a ton of money. If you ever watched WeWork's Rise and Fall or read the books or watched the TV show, there's not a lot of money in co-working spaces. So people will ask like, how's the co-working space doing? And I never know like the way to answer that. But I've started to realize that the answer is, 
it's doing awesome because there are 15 plus people here mm-hmm. on a regular basis that want to be here, that choose to be here, that are getting involved in the community. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool and it makes me really proud to see mm-hmm. that I made the place mm-hmm. and then the people mm-hmm. are, are what makes the community. And so like I, I just have made this and, and it's cool to see what people have turned it into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, to be like, okay, like this was the goal. The goal was to have community here, yeah. to have people to work with. And yeah. I did that. So it's like, it's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's not, it's awesome. not making a million dollars. <laughs> not making a million dollars or <laughs> many, <000. laughs> many dollars. <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah, but it is, it's serving the purpose that you created it for. And that's cool and awesome to be able to say like, yeah, like your acknowledgement in that, like, yes, the people make the community, but like, it's always a top down. It's always a, we draw to us what's like, yes, it's always, you know, you're the one giving those tours and curating who comes into that space. And you're the, the gatekeeper in that. And and keeping that open to the right people. And that's huge. Like that requires heart, passion, effort, time, uh, dedication to do that and, and uh, a vision for it. So I think that's, yeah, that's huge. So that's, that's really worth being proud of among many other things. So, but yeah, (laughs) that's cool. Um, well, Michael, I really appreciate, um, just your time and just sitting down with me and just giving me an opportunity to just share a little bit more of who you are with everybody, people to learn from you and just, uh, hear who you are. But, uh, is there anything else you want other, others to know about who you are, or what matters to you? I like the guided questions better. The open-ended <laughs> ones could be anything. Um, I mean, not, not really, um, just grateful for, um, a lot of things and curious about what, you know, this year's going to hold. Um, yeah, I feel like way less interesting than a lot of the other guests. <laughs> and so learning from that as much as anything else, but yeah, um, no, there's not, there's not anything. No, I mean, I think, I think that's like, it's, it's funny to me to hear that because I'm like, as we've gone through these questions, I've just been like, oh my gosh, there's so much value for anybody listening into this. And there's people that listen from all over the place and people who are in so many different stages of life. Um, that I think, I don't know, sometimes I think it's easier for people to like learn from somebody that maybe they feel like they can relate to or they understand or there's or, or whatever it is. But I'm like, there's a ton of value that you've shared and I really appreciate that. So I, I think this is awesome yeah. and it's great. So I don't, I don't care where you live or where you're from, but um, I, yeah, everybody's interesting to me, same as they are, I know for you. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I really appreciate your time and I really appreciate that and, yeah. um, and for sure. And if you guys are needing a designer, or if you're in Lansdale and you're cool, <laughs> only if you're cool, you can sit with us. <laughs> you can maybe come sit with us, <laughs> come work with us. Yeah, no, go check out those things. Um, I'll link everything in show notes for you as well. But yeah, but just thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it for sure. Yeah, I just had a thought. Yes. All right, we're on the whole podcast. You're fine. Um, <laughs> which is keep sharing. Like if you're an artist, you're a creator, you're mm. making stuff. Keep sharing because um, it's not. Uh, it might feel. Uh, like self-advertising, but um, mm. I love to see what people are making. And um, I I hope the same is true. Mm-hmm. And that's why I keep sharing. Um, so, but yeah, if you're making things, keep sharing. If you're not making mm. things, just make stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's fun. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, I think... There's the like button. There's also the unfollow button. Yeah. So like, yeah, keep making it. If somebody doesn't want to see it, you're not annoying them. Right. They can leave. It's right. okay. So yeah, I That's love that. Yeah. Keep putting it out. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Your Fellow Human. Your reviews and support allow me to continue to share these incredible stories with the world. Please take a minute and write a review or share an episode on social media and tag me in the show. If you learned something, were impacted by this story, or if this episode changed how you see humanity, I would be so honored to hear from you. I just want to thank you for being a beautiful part of my community here. Sincerely, your fellow human. Mm-hmm.